0: You don't have to record.
1: Hey, Shad, we're recording now because you said you wanted to record.
0: <laughs> yeah, your uh, your feet. You were talking about how they might stink, but they I do. wanted to tell you about something that I'm I'm working on. Your feet? N- well, not my feet, but my smells. You won't work on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I. uh... I've been trying this thing out. I don't. I read it somewhere on Reddit. No, not on Reddit. I'm pointing away from you because I'm taking off my shoes now. We're gonna work on this then tonight. <laughs> We're gonna train. Um, Ooh. But I, I'm in training. <laughs> um, there was something about smells being just a part of your brain, like your parents ha. and like everybody just telling you from an early age ha. that <laughs> your smell that something smells bad, like when when somebody when you poop. And your parents are like, ooh, stinky diaper, stinky, you know? Like, that's just, they're just training you to think that that smell is bad. Yeah, but it is bad. You but don't
1: think that if if you didn't know, brain-wise, that if somebody finally told you that, like, shit doesn't smell, and you came across the sh- smell of shit, you'd just be like, hmm, that's different. I'm working on it. That's what I mean. Yeah. You're working on it.
0: Yeah, I'm working on training my brain to not think that things that smell, smell. Oh
1: God, this episode's better than the last one
0: <laughs> so in so you can take off your shoes and if your feet stink, I'm gonna tell my brain that doesn't smell bad. that's just a smell,
1: yeah, but somewhere back in the back of your head, you're thinking smell feet smell. but it's feet smell bad bad's meat. bad, bad it, feet
0: smell <laughs> It takes a while to train your brain, so I'm training my brain how to not train the- your brain. <laughs> I like that this is a part of gun. our show. Is like, we just... Did you just say how to train your shogun? Your brain. And
1: then dragon popped up. So I said dragon and my head and then I said brain. Oh. How to train your brain.
0: How to train your brain.
1: Work huh. your memory. Do something different repetitively. No. Learn something new. Yeah. Follow a brain training program. Work your body. Work that body.
0: <laughs> that's my favorite step <laughs>
1: spend time with your loved ones
0: <laughs> just in case you lose it
1: hey in case you can't if you need help training your brain to learn that like shit doesn't smell like that bad or something you spend more time with me because I'm, more... I'm your loved one <laughs> welcome I mean... to episode 10
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're back <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that you can really do that. I think that at least some smells like a skunk smell. I'm trying to tell my brain that a skunk smell isn't bad. Okay. Um, I think like your shit doesn't stink as bad <laughs> to you. Your brand doesn't, isn't as bad as somebody yeah, else's. That's brand. always been a thing. But I think it's a mental thing. I think that you've told yourself that your shit doesn't stink as yeah, much. But there's
1: sometimes where I fart and it's pretty bad, dude. <laughs>
0: So I just want you to know that I'm working on it, and uh, and I'll keep you posted. I'm glad you're working on it. Um, how you been? Good. How are you been? <laughs> really good. You Good. Yeah. What have you been up to? Um, I grew a mustache. You did. Yeah. It's, it's gone not now. It's yeah. Not, I, I didn't took see pictures it. of it though. For so me? That, yeah. For you. <laughs> so that you could, and we could share it with the audience. I don't care.
1: I, you just send it to me, and I'll make it the episode. Look at that. Oh, that's dignified. You like that? Yeah. Send me one of those. Look at that one. Send me just any of them. Send Which me one? one. Which one? Which one do you, one you want? <laughs> all of them are my favorite. That one. <laughs> I want that one. Photoshopping like a nice wanted poster thing above it. Yeah,
0: I was so I grew it, and I really wanted to share you it. Called Shaddy the Kid, and uh, that's what you're uh, wanted I'm for. You wonder, wanted
1: for pedophilia.
0: <laughs> so, because I figured out that I could grow hair past my lip crease. Like a little bit further down, and I was like, like, yeah, I mean that, that like I used to shave it there, why? I'm touching his face, but then I decided I could grow it a little bit further down, yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> it changes things just a little bit, ooh, ah, and uh just a little bit, yeah, so i I did that for you well thank you and then i took pictures i'm of glad
1: it. i never got to see it
0: and i'm sending other than until now all of them to you that's fine uh but it was it was you guys gross. will get to
1: see it soon enough because it'll either be in the descriptions or the picture of the video and itchy and i or got the whatever podcast. i got tired of it but i yeah i grew yeah, up less everything much. on your face is usually itchy
0: yeah i got the my soul patch back though yeah that doesn't ever itch
1: i got a beard uh a beard patch balm uh thing because my my beard has a tendency to get kind of uh itchy and dry at times and never like dangerous feed just kind of annoying and i found this beard balm that they were selling at walmart and uh i can't remember what the name of the brand is but it's almost basically like a conditioner it's snake your, oil it's not snake oil it's like a conditioner for your beard mm. um but it's been working pretty good. My, it, it's not as soft as it should be. I wouldn't think because it's supposed to make it softer too. Yeah. It's not as coarse as it was, but it's not super soft. But the biggest thing to me is that it doesn't itch and it's not super fucking annoying like it normally is. So that's a plus. I'd,
0: I'd give it a a medium well on the softness scale. Oh,
1: okay, I didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> if you were cooking beards, odd. Cooking beards. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you? You like cooking beards. <laughs> yeah. That's the name. of our oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it because
0: it stinks. Yeah, it's
1: the name of our our cooking show. <laughs> cooking beards. new new snack attack is called cooking beards. Yes, it was Shad and Justin, where we eat James
0: Harden's beard face.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to do that. Ugh.
0: Um. So, uh, music. What have you been listening to? Um, So, a couple of things came out as of (sighs) August 28th, 2018. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That I've been listening to. Um, Do we we have a problem with continuity? (laughs) Nobody's ever told me that. Has Kim told you that, or anybody? No, but I can tell you that uh, I did... I'm, I'm dating things for my own good. Okay. Because then I know that I'm... Putting things out there in the right uh, order. Order. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking It'd about.
1: It'd be weird if you told future stories in a past episode, <laughs> like something that didn't come about. Is that a segment we should do? Like where we try to predict the future <laughs> more? Because we did that with the Connors. We did before that was a thing. Yeah. Like weeks before.
0: That's shaping up. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think they. Uh, John Goodman said that they're officially killing her off.
0: Is that what he said? Yeah. Uh, the, that's, uh, that's not
1: music, though, so tell me about your music. <laughs> uh,
0: so, Alice in Chains' album came out uh, mm-hmm. last Friday, I guess. Uh, Rainy or Fog. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you listened to this I thing? still haven't listened to all of it. I've heard so, of the singles, but that's yeah. it. It's uh, it's good. It's kind of in the same vein as the last couple of Alice in Chains albums have been, obviously. Um, I'd say it's more melancholy. A little, uh, mm-hmm. little more just kind of chill. Uh, good background music. Yeah. Uh, just it's it's, uh everything
1: sounded darker like uh yeah jar of flies darker
0: yeah it was definitely uh like it seems as though they came out with a a brighter kind of sound with with like black gives way to blue yeah which is kind of funny because it seemed as though it was kind of a tribute album to lane a little Mm -hmm. bit more there's a little bit more of that tone in it and then devil put dinosaurs here was kind of a step in a darker tone a little more somber and this is definitely yeah. even further. This is this into
1: is it. like listening to Sludge Factory, but a whole album of Sludge it's Factory. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that it that is that kind of a dark somber. Is it I would
0: definitely call it a lot more of a sludge rock. That's cool. To it. Um, everything sounds good though. Like they are definitely in their rhythm of what Alice in Chains is. Like mm-hmm. there's no speed bumps, there's no like, oh, that sounds like it doesn't fit. Like this thing is solid from front to back they don't they don't
1: have to figure themselves out like stone temple pilots does at every turn
0: exactly they are i listen to the singles i've listened to the song from front to back i've listened to it shuffled and like it has the same feel all the way around you could say that maybe it doesn't have a lot of dimension then Mm -hmm. um but it's i would listen to it in the background on any given day and it would be like oh cool harmonies are perfect just it's a, it's, a good, it's good to have
1: an album that's good, consistently good through and through. I feel yeah. that way still to this day about old uh, System of a Down albums. Yeah. Like yeah, the absolutely. original and Toxicity front to back all mm-hmm. have a very similar tone to all of the songs. Like mm-hmm. the continuity's there and I could listen to them front to back or shuffled or whatever like you were saying and it not be an issue. Yeah. It would be a really good background thing mm-hmm. to have on. Yeah.
0: So that one come out. Uh, that come out. That won't come out. Uh, a couple other things that came out uh, same day uh, was the new Interpol album. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, the... I was gonna ask you if you're familiar with Interpol. I definitely uh, am. Marauder is the name of the new album, mm-hmm. and uh, it is it's good. It it seems like I haven't. I don't know if I've listened to Interpol in the last couple of years,
1: uh, but. Who was, uh, me and Mandy were listening to uh who was it? I want to say it was maybe She Wants Revenge cuz it's got that same kind of almost like a darker gothicy that, yeah. tone and I think it was on Spotify and it was like on a listen like sounds like kind of a thing mm-hmm. and I was just like oh shit and uh it's the one album that has the bright lights on it. What's it? So what's that album called? The one with the red cover? I know what you're talking about. It's the one that has like the big singles and stuff on it.
0: Yeah, the the uh the antics. Uh is that? Or is it? Uh, it's yeah. Turn, yeah, turn on, on the bright, bright
1: lights. lights. Yeah. Yeah. on guys. I knew that that was in one of the songs. He does the
0: turn on
1: the bright lights. Yeah. That's the New York Kids song. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah.
0: The uh, my my top is always Antics. Is the album that I go to. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that that other one I was saying the turn on the bright. That's yeah. what I always turn on if I'm listening to them.
0: But uh, but yeah, it was uh, I like I said, I haven't listened to them in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I know they've put out an album or two since I've kind of not even gotten away from them, but. Uh, this was like putting on the old shoes, like it just like fit perfectly. It was like, oh, this is Interpol, like yeah. you know it immediately. Uh, you don't you don't go, oh, they 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 haven't changed it up and it doesn't feel like it's for the worst. It it feels good. Um, I don't know what their singles were off of it because I didn't really even know they were putting out an album until it just kind of dropped. I've seen that in.
1: What was it being advertised on? I think it was like Instagram or something. I oh, saw really? like just different ads for it coming out. I knew it was happening, but I just never went and listened to any of the singles.
0: But it was good. I I like it. It was a I'll good definitely one. I have to give it a listen. Um, funny that you should mention the "She Wants Revenge" kind of comparison. Is like I was even listening to the singer and was like, I wonder if there's some influence. Him and Justin
1: Warfield. I yeah. That kind if, of thing.
0: if like she wants revenge, really liked Interpol so, I mean, as like. Did
1: a, you ever, Did you know that? how long Justin Warfield's been writing music. I didn't know Mm -hmm. this until like two weeks ago. Me and Jay were in the car going on the way to work and he played a song and I saw it said it was Justin Warfield and it was like old school like acid jazz like hip-hop stuff. Really? It was from like fucking 1993. Huh. And he used to like write backing tracks or something like that for like other hip-hop artists and stuff like Tribe Called Quest and other different people. But he's been, yeah, he's been writing like music since 93 for like old school hip hop shit. That's crazy. Yeah, I had no idea. And it's actually pretty enjoyable. Some of the stuff, like I said, just like background music, Mm -hmm. acid hip hop, jazz, kind of a blend between all the stuff. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, it's really weird thinking that this guy that didn't really make it huge for himself Mm -hmm. until like 2011 or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Had been going going on that whole time. That's pretty cool.
0: I thought he had a song called Tequila Farts. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing it's tequila flats. oh <laughs> i got really excited i was like what's tequila farts <laughs> um and then my last piece of music that i listened to is uh, fallout boy released just like a little ep out of nowhere um and they were like
1: Sensing.
0: it was uh, it was called late kid effect and it was a three songer and it, they pretty much just said, "This is our like Chicago tribute because we're a Chicago band." Yeah. And uh, and so I was like, oh, okay, I listen to it. First song is called Lake Kid Effect," and really good. Kind of reminds me of like from under the cork tree era, like cool. Kind of going back earlier uh, side of things. Good song, solid song. Uh, mentions a city. Um, you can presume it's probably Chicago. Yeah. And then the two other songs, "City in a Garden" and "Super Fade." Um, are you could play a drinking game with the amount of times that they say the word Chicago in there no <laughs> oh, yeah like they are like Chicago the city I love like it's real like off on the like right on the cuff like yeah. you you know it's it. like
1: they they found Bruce Springsteen as inspiration <laughs> for Jersey yeah <laughs> for Jersey in America yeah <laughs> born in the USA but with Chicago
0: yes it was um, and those two USA. were more uh, there was one song that sounds like it could be Mania, the song Mania on the mm-hmm. album Mania, like its brother song, and then the other one sounds like it kind of fits right along with it. But uh, the 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 titular song uh, was definitely the best off of that. But that's kind of the music that's been going on that I've heard. Sweet. What you got? Koheed uh, released another single,
1: The Gutter. Yeah, it's a good. Have it's you good. heard it? I have heard it uh still going i mean obviously the whole album's just concept but yeah. it follows i guess in continuity with uh some of the other tracks that have come out mm-hmm. as well i've seen they had um it was basically just a visual video but it did have some like really cool almost comic book art-esque uh pictures of the characters that they had done in the videos yeah. from the past or whatever and they were like kind of slow, mm-hmm. still motion. It was just like a motion. It was a
0: motion comic kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Re- it to was it. really
1: cool. Yeah. Um, I love that song. I've been listening to It On Repeat a bunch because they had a four songer that they put out that was with this and the other singles that have come out so okay. far. And it's just so called, it I think it's just called. Yeah, uh, it's just called. Songs from the gutter or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, And the same thing Twenty One Pilots did. Uh, They released that new single yesterday. Yeah. uh, My blood. Yes. And uh, they did the same thing with theirs. They have like the four songs or whatever all together in one thing, and it's I think it just says uh, it was just called like a selection, a song selection from Trench or something to that effect, and they put them all in one playlist. So just been listening to those, like they're going out of style. Um, The whole new Ninja Sex Party album came out. Cool Patrol um we
0: talked about that yeah
1: we did uh the whole album's out love it front to back is great there's some really good moments in it because part of me they haven't written a comedy album in in a few years now what have they been writing well they they last couple years they released uh their albums called under the covers and it's a full cover album they did two volumes of it and they're actually working on a third now. Um, but they did the first two volumes and then they took a break so they could finish this, this comedy album. And then they're going to come back to the covers afterwards.
0: Are the covers like, uh, like the Dan band kind of covers or are they like straight up serious covers? Are they
1: straight up serious covers, but okay. it's, some of them have like their kind of tonal effect to it too. I see. Um, but this one's just straight up comedy. It's great. Like I said, front to back. A lot of the singles have already been released for the most part um like a lot of the tracks anyways Mm that they've kind of played over the course of the past few months and um some of them are even older than that um that they just haven't put on an album because they've made the song a long time ago but then they were working on the other cover album so they didn't have a way to put it out yet um but there's some other cool sketches and stuff like that that's on there there's one where he uh Danny says something about the effect of he's been secretly working on a romance novel for the past 16 years and you. he reads like an excerpt from it. And it's fucking funny. Uh, and, uh, some other songs too. One of them that, uh, another one that stands out to me is, uh, the ballad of the mermaid. And he's like trying to court a mermaid by giving her pizza. Um, that's how you do that. And then, uh, what's the other one? Smooth talking. It's like about how he's a, a smooth talking, sexual lover, but he uses just other words for other parts of the body, so he just like makes up a bunch of words on the fly. Um, it's all pretty great. If you like comedy and you like if music... If you like to laugh. If you like to laugh and you like to listen to music and you want to combine those two things, I would say it's up your alley. Um, that kind of thing. And then uh, it's not necessarily super recent, but I just really haven't found like the name of the genre, even if it has been out for a while. But Electronic. I started no, I started listening to uh, Lo-fi hip-hop and Synthwave as genres.
0: Okay. Um,
1: just different playlists and stuff that I've found on Spotify. I don't, I can't even give you like a specific artist that would be in that genre, but why not? Just because it, I've, like I said, I've listened to the playlist, and a lot of it's more really good, smooth, like I said, like the Lo-fi hip-hop reminds me of the music that you would hear in like the background of like a tribe called Quest. Okay, music. But just the music. There's no audio usually as far or vocals usually in any of these songs. It's mostly just about the music itself. Same thing with Synthwave. Synthwave is just like listening to like an amped up eighties soundtrack that's like Blade Runner esque kind of okay. a thing or like drive, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. kind of music that's in the background from there, like Kavinsky style music. So is um, it
0: more uh more instrumental?
1: Yeah, everything is all instrumental for the most part. But it's it's, it's amazing. Like like I love putting on the lo fi hip hop, especially if I'm just like chilling out playing something like Destiny mm-hmm. and just doing stuff that I usually do on there. I don't necessarily have to have a ton of like audio cues or anything like that mm-hmm. with it. Um, and just to have it on in the background on the computer while I'm playing the game. It's just like a really smooth, relaxing time. It's like one of those things like they have a twenty four seven playlist of this genre of like lo fi hip hop that plays on YouTube. Um, and I'll find myself like just cleaning the house and turning it on yeah. and just having it on the background. It's just something like super, like, it makes me like feel like I'm getting shit accomplished. Like, like a lot. <laughs> yeah. It makes me feel like I'm getting a lot of shit accomplished. Like it's good, uh, it's good study music. It's good getting shit done mm-hmm. music. But at the same time, if you're just wanting to chill and relax too, it's good for that
0: as well. I, I got an album for you then. Do you? Mm-hmm. What's that? You, have you heard of the artist named Moby? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of Moby. <laughs> There's a, it's I've been listening to this. Are on... you kidding? Southside. It's <laughs> no. my favorite song ever. So I always thought, as growing up, that Moby was lame. So like Southside was the coolest thing he ever did, and that was because Gwen Stefani was involved. No, he's
1: got a lot of m- awesome music.
0: That's but like a. I think, and I blame Eminem for it, because he called out Moby a couple times. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, "You're too old. Nobody listens to techno. So let's go." and <laughs> yeah i remember that <laughs> so i was like oh man and moby must be lame but so moby came out with this album i think it was in 93 go maybe, called ambient uh um, so ambient was a second album um I, I can't tell you where it's at on this page oh, I look discography out. um ambient 93 mm-hmm. so ambient's in a completely instrumental album and I oh, he listened had hair. to this. thing. yeah, he had hair. I didn't even know that this thing existed. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to this thing on repeat while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. It is awesome background music, and it's it's got a lot of different kind of techno beats to it. But it's not like techno. Like, yeah, whatever. Like it's it's really cool. So I I do recommend that because uh, if you're into like synthwave kind of stuff, this might be something you can grab onto. I uh, was trying to
1: see if they actually specifically gave him a genre, if it was techno or... I don't know. Or if it had any kind of like a... If he's got like a subgenre to it. Electronica. Electronica, ambient, ambient. Downtempo punk rock.
0: But this is... That's one of three... Down-tempo probably be pretty ambient, good. ...ambient uh, albums that he... They're called... Like one's called Hotel Ambient. One's called Long Ambience. But the first one's just called Ambient. And it's, uh, it's really good. I, I do highly recommend it. For some background yeah. like filling uh This might
1: be the one no, that's not the same one that I was listening what's to. What's
0: lo-fi necessarily mean? Is it like it's, low tempo it's, or? It,
1: it's it is a lower tempo sometimes, but I think it has a lot of uh the beats and stuff have a lot of
0: like bassier No, it's to it. it's
1: got a lot of grain to it. Okay. So it almost sounds like it was meant to be ran on like a record player. Like oh, it has that okay. kind of like a like grain static yeah. mixed in with it too. It's not as like high so definition Yeah, it's very it's very yeah, it's not high def at all. I mean, okay. it's meant to be like a warm, low sound that's playing through all the beats and stuff that are going on. It's Meant to sound like it's like older, kind of in a way. But I, I I dig it. And if you guys want to check it out, there's a lot of playlists. It seems like on Spotify, but the ones that I first heard were on YouTube, and it was like on their live stream. And like I said, there's there's several that play just twenty four seven mixes of them. Um, but I, both things are cool. Synthwave kind of just gives you. To me, it makes me feel like amped action hero esque type thing. Like it's perfect if you're playing a game like Destiny, oh, yeah, kind actually. of a thing too. Like it gets kind of you in feels that. A little, yeah. Cinematic. Yeah, in a in a big sense, it makes me feel like super badass when you listen to it. Like you're gonna get shit done today, mm-hmm. and this one's definitely like a get shit done thing. But you can definitely like chill out with it too. Mm-hmm. Smoke a big bowl of Cheerios.
0: <laughs> Smoke those Cheerios. <laughs>
1: That's all the music I've got. You got any movies for me? A- any uh, other movies, rather? Because movies? the only one I can talk about is Life of the Party. We could talk about that again if you want to. No, I'm good. I Sounds am good. in love with Melissa McCarthy.
0: <laughs> um, no, there's not really any uh, any kind of movie stuff that I'm even looking forward to within the next couple weeks. Like it just seems like yeah, um, I'm kind of low on the on the movie kind of front right now. I'm sure there's some movies that. Yeah. will kind of come out and got uh, a
1: couple from my media that we'll talk about a little later on. that I think I'm going to try and hit up for sure, but I still want to uh,
0: see Slenderman. Uh. Hmm? That's kind of really the only thing I'm thinking ahead about that if if the opportunity came, but I'm I'm not like I'm that, not was that joking. a picture
1: of a Pagemaster? Yeah, I want to I haven't watched Pagemaster in forever. <laughs> it was just like a Don't unit. you want to see what
0: Pagemaster is like in 2018? Nah. No. Nah. Uh-oh.
1: Nah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs>
0: um, it's been a long time. So I think I've
1: only seen that movie once. I
0: think me too. That's why I was like, I think Misa too. <laughs> I think Misa too.
1: Uh... Italian Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> uh, uh, on Any the, On the TV. On the televisions.
0: Front, yeah. um, I, I wanted to bring up, I haven't uh, watched anything specifically. Um, I've been kind of ca- trying to catch up on Gotham before that starts, but I've got a couple episodes to finish up that. Yeah. Um, but uh but I did want to talk about cuz we both had been uh pretty into the the snatch movie when it came out I love it um,
1: and lock talking Two smoking barrels lock talk lock talk tutmak but I
0: wanted have you uh have you looked at or watched the uh the snatch series that's on crackle
1: No Did you know <laughs> is, this exists Is existence? there a thing
0: <laughs> Yeah it's got Rupert Grant from uh Ron from... Yeah, from Harry Potter? Yeah, it's like the main character. And Crackle puts out... They're getting ready to... The only reason I bring this up, I saw there was season two is getting ready to come out. But yeah, there's... Holy shit, that's awesome. You didn't know this existed? No! Um, I'm is really that supposed to be about tooth, about Tony? I don't know if any <laughs> of these characters like are the same, or if they're all new. I
1: just wanted to see, like, if it has their names.
0: Yeah, it looks like it.
1: Charlie, Billy, fucking Ares...
0: But I'm wondering. I think it's maybe just all. I, I don't new. know. It doesn't say that. All yeah, all
1: new characters and cast because it doesn't say any of them are like a reoccurring thing. But uh, it's on Crackle. Yeah, Crackle. I which so I it's free. I, it's all. Where? How do you get? I don't. I don't even think I've ever downloaded or done anything with Crackle. With before. Crackle, really? Yeah. Sony
0: owns it. It's yeah. a Sony owned thing. Um, I and mean, you can get it on Roku or you can get it on PlayStation. Is this? Um,
1: and. Uh, oh Rupert Grant's an executive producer on it oh too. Wow. I was trying to see who the showrunner was, if it was Guy Ritchie again.
0: Oh like if he was connected to it? Yeah. It's based on Guy Ritchie, but it doesn't yeah. say. Created by Alex D. Rockoff.
1: Rockoff. Uh that's about all he's done.
0: Calcium Kid. Great. That was a funny movie. I didn't I've never seen it. Calcium Kid's got Orlando Bloom in it.
1: No, I've never seen that before. <laughs> I don't even know what that is gta 2 the movie grand theft auto 2 dead man running
0: but yeah he's
1: done some other video i haven't seen it it.
0: at all but it's definitely piqued my interest of something oh yeah absolutely
1: i definitely want to check that out now i'll have to check out crackle for sure just to see they always got it is like they've
0: got like heroes is on it right now like the full like heroes series and the heroes reborn yeah they've always got movie like free movies and stuff it's uh
1: Heroes was that thing whenever it first came out I loved that show so much that I would just turn it on in the background while I was do doing shit everything. Yeah, I love that show I've
0: watched most of the first season but I haven't quite gotten much further than that
1: it sucked that it ended with season 4 and it had been on such a big hiatus and stuff just because season 4 ended so weird and it just it looked like it was trying to go a weird direction oh. it was definitely my least favorite of all of them but season 1 and 2 are just fucking great
0: um, I also have been kind of trying to catch up on iZombie before the next season starts. Cool. Um, I think next season's their last as well. So both uh, iZombie and Gotham will end on season five. Um, so
1: Gotham is ending for sure, then.
0: Gotham is ending for sure. Okay.
1: I um, didn't know if that was like a if that was a definitive thing. Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: they are ending it for sure on season five. I think it's even. It might even be getting a half season. Um, I know it's not starting until 2019. How many episodes
1: does it usually do? Uh, like I think it's like 20. 20.
0: 20. Uh, yeah, 20, 22, 23. Okay. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it might be getting a shorter season, but I know it's definitely not kicking off until two thousand nineteen, where it normally would be a, a fall two thousand eighteen start.
1: I don't understand why so many shows are trying to do that with their like wrap up seasons. Why They're they do the half- ones? Yeah, like, like Game, Game of, Thrones of Thrones ends this year coming up in twenty nineteen. I think it's April is whenever it's supposed to. Is baby. it ending on this? this yeah, this is this is the, last is, season? Is the la- season eight will be the last one, and yeah. it's it's only like half the amount of episodes. Like it's. Seven episodes I think.
0: Maybe instead of just getting a bunch of filler you're getting like all story Yeah some of the episodes are
1: supposed to be like almost like feature length in a way like it's there's episodes. Oh they're going longer? Yeah with, like last cool. season ended with two episodes that were like 69 minutes long each mm. so this one has like an episode that might be like an hour and 20 minutes long like Gosh. as a finale or something so they, they are going longer mm. to get more content in there but at the same time I'm just like why would you not just like break up the monotony and just do the 10 episode format that you've been doing since season one.
0: Yeah it is a little odd.
1: But, I mean, I guess I kind of understand it to a certain extent. It's just weird that I, it seems like not just Gotham. I think there was other shows that were like wrapping up that ended on short their seasons. stuff was a little short too. I want to say I feel like Lost did that too because they had their show was like every season was like right at like twenty one or twenty two yeah. episodes, and I think their last season wrapped up and it was only like thirteen or fourteen
0: episodes. Hmm. Interesting. What do you got on the TV front?
1: Uh, TV front, I watched a couple more of the seasons of Red versus Blue. Um, yeah, from Netflix, it. just to kind of yeah, just to kind of get back into it and stuff. I've watched the next two seasons, um, so I'll be starting season four. I think the actual series, the main series of like the red versus blue groups, ends on season five, and then every season from that, past that, starts telling. Kind of almost side stories. It's like the characters kind of break up. They go to different areas. They meet different people from these other organizations. And, like, this season we'll talk about kind of, like, this character and this character and a bunch of new people that they start introducing. I see. Um, but that that point in time was whenever, like, Halo 3 came out. They started getting more rights to do... Uh, different things with, like, the animation so they could actually control stuff that was going on and not just, like, bob their heads yeah. up and down shit. So they started getting, like, we're in touch with Bungie and 343 and Microsoft Studios to yeah. do this stuff now. So gotcha. that's whenever they started getting in. They kind of wanted to introduce more people since they had more tech and more things to Absolutely. work with. And at that point in time, their company was getting so big that they didn't just have to have, like, this tiny staff of six to seven people that were doing all the voices. They were like, we can hire fifteen more people and have a full like cast of fifteen to twenty people on Mm -hmm. this show if we want to. Yeah. And that's whenever they started kinda getting growing and I think now they're on like season fifteen or some shit. Getting growing. Getting growing Episode ten will not be called Getting Growing. (laughs) This is episode ten, it's a milestone. I didn't even recognize it. it. We did a ten.
0: We we made it as far as we did the last time. Yeah.
1: And we're going to go way fa- way further, way faster than what we did the last time. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the other thing I've just been watching and that I put down here just in general mm-hmm. is food shows. I'm watching like a fucking ton of food shows. You love them. I do. Uh, watching some of the older episodes of Man vs. Food plus the new ones. Uh, I didn't watch too much of it. That was like the newer series stuff yeah. with the new guy. Uh, Casey Webb is his name. Um, Casey Kasem. Past. Not Casey Kasem. Swinks. Uh, what? Hey, Scoob. Oh. Is that who, Did he voice him? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I don't think I ever knew that. Maybe if I did, I I don't remember that. That's Shaggy weird.
0: and Scooby. He did Scooby
1: too? I do believe. Wow. He's a talented
0: bitch. He was.
1: Hell yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Rip. Casey Kasem. And John McCain. Yeah. Rip John McCain. And, uh. We're dating this episode even more. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta say that, then, uh, uh, Who else died? Uh, the lead singer from, uh, We Came As Romans. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's only, like, 28. He was young. Yeah. I don't think... They never released, uh, what he died from.
0: I'm guessing it's drugs. It comes but, in threes, even though Casey Kasem
1: <laughs> Yeah, it comes in threes. A while ago. Casey died in, like, 2000 or some <laughs> shit. Um... But they had he had another show from Travel Channel that was like one of the more recent ones that he did, and that was in like 2015 called Man's Finds Food." It's more of like these hidden places, and he finds food places that are somewhat well known, but they they have like hidden menu items,
0: like oh, secret cool. menu items. And like that's McDonald's, what
1: he, yeah. Well, I mean, like these are like diners, Starbucks and places. But I don't,
0: I don't know what about Starbucks if they have th- Starbucks has a hidden menu. Okay,
1: well, this is like that. <laughs> but better, and he finds them out, and he tries to get the food, and then he he tastes the food and stuff. But my thing was just like, do you like food shows? Mm-mm. No. no, I don't. I've I don't know what, a lot
0: of people who do though.
1: I just, I mean, I love. I watch food shows constantly. I've I've got like, you get people, sucked into them though. I have people even if you on don't like want to. Watch I have them. people on YouTube that I that are like they that's their their vlog or their blog or whatever they do is specifically going to different places and eating food, and that's what they do for a living based off of, you know, just as YouTube revenue that helps them pay for their travel, that helps Hmm. them get to these places so they can taste the food.
0: I'll get sucked into, like, driver's ins and drives.
1: Diners, drive-ins and dives?
0: Driver's drivers and drives. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, I don't
1: don't understand, like, to me, I I get it, but at the same time, I don't get what the huge fascination is with food programs.
0: I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what you do with the knowledge. Like, some people get ideas to cook things from it, which is cool. Sure. Some people get uh, ideas of places to visit to go That's check cool. out different foods.
1: I've seen places even whenever I was back whenever I was working at the restaurant. Yeah, I've seen like episodes of Man vs. Food, and I've seen some of the food that they were making on there. Like that'd yeah. be so cool to recreate. Yeah. at BJ's, and How I've tried do? that before and stuff like that, and it turns out fucking awful, <laughs> and it makes me be like, I don't, I don't want this. Other than like just trying to find out where he ate at. Yeah, and me and Eddie did that specifically for St. Louis, mm-hmm. uh, Kansas City. We've gone to different places that either have been on Viner's Drive-Ins and Dives yeah. or Man Vs. Food just to try them out too and try the dishes that they tried out when yeah. they were there, whatever their signature things were. Yeah. Um, and we've done that all over the place, and it's been great and stuff, but just at the same time, it's just kind of weird how like we have such a... I and mean, maybe Is it just an America thing, you think? Or... Um,
0: well, funny you should say that because I've got something that's totally related but also not. Okay. Um, is uh, that I was listening to a podcast with Henry Rollins. Yeah um and it was uh the joe rogan experience Mm -hmm. um and actually i recommend everybody listen to it possibly potentially it's episode 1155 of the joe rogan experience uh but i just kind of got infatuated with henry rollins over that it's like a two-hour interview but one of the things he talks about is um they're talking about diet and food and eating and everything Mm -hmm. and that food in general is Is definitely a a a Western culture obsession that yeah
1: was starting to bleed more so into the Eastern culture, and I've noticed that especially in like Japan and Vietnam and the Koreas and stuff too. It's like they obsess over specific food items or different types of like udon and stuff like that too. It's like wasn't there
0: before. It's like almost like a Western influence, maybe to a
1: certain extent. Like I seen it like one of the guys I watch on on uh, YouTube. His name's Mike Chen. he is of Chinese descent. Both of his parents moved to America. Um, you know, he was born and raised here and stuff. But this is what he does for a living. He's got, like, a science channel on YouTube. And he's got, like, a personal vlog channel and a and a, and a food channel that's just, like, all, like, just the food stuff. The mm-hmm. food channel is called Strictly Dumpling. Um, but I started watching him, and now I'm, like, just obsessed with it. I love watch- I go back and I've been watching all the past episodes, and I watch all the current ones that have gone on. But... Um, some of the episodes that he's done, and I would recommend watching these just because they're interesting to me, are uh, different food places, or places that you wouldn't necessarily think would be food places, that are food places like over Starbucks. there. Uh, well, I mean, like like seven eleven. Seven eleven he goes to, and it's not like a gas station or whatever. It's basically like a convenience store, mm-hmm. but he goes to a Seven Eleven in Tokyo that's somewhat close to his airport. And in Tokyo, and a lot of these other Asian places, that like, a lot of their uh, convenience stores or malls, even, are, like, the places to go to eat. So, like, department stores that you would normally go to, like, here for, like, malls, like JCPenney's and all that shit, they have, like, a department store that is just basically food. Like, food court. Yeah, but not a food court. It's, like, levels of levels of restaurants and food. But it is a department store. You can still go there and buy clothes and stuff like that, too. But there's but food, in, like, there's food in, different, into, in, in different places and stuff, too. The 7-Eleven is a convenience store, but whenever he goes there, people are like, a lot of people will literally come to 7-Eleven in Tokyo specifically just to eat. And he goes inside the 7-Eleven, and it's crazy to me. Like It's a full like kitchen staff back behind a certain area. They've got like the booths and stuff like that on the side. Kind of like McDonald's, you would see it at like some gas stations, sure. like a uh, you know like truck and stoppy so. kind of yeah. things, and uh, different food places, like aisles and aisles of like food, like a grocery store, uh, different types of uh, dry ramen to uh, pick up and everything. But it's just super interesting, like seeing all this like fresh food, like bao that he'll eat and stuff like that, um, different sandwiches and uh, different types of like ramen and udon and uh, all kinds of like stuff or uh, pho uh, foo or however you say it that he'll eat and it's like all fresh and he like gushes about it and how good it is and I'm just like at a fucking 7 eleven that's funny it's just awesome to me but at the same time I'm just like this is like I don't know if this is the Western influence bleeding into it or if they've always had a huge fascination with food because if I think back to like watching like anime and stuff mm-hmm. too they always like obsess over and talk about food and show food specifically oh, on okay. the shows and stuff too different types of like Asian cuisines or like even as far back as like dragon ball or dragon ball z like goku is like obsessed with food he eats like tons and tons and he can never like he's a bottomless pit as far as food okay. goes and it's just because he's like an alien but he's like they'll put giant huge giant plates of food and stuff and he's just like, nah, 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 eating really fast and shit like that and it's like i said i don't know if it's something that's like existed there forever or if this is it truly is western influence over yeah, to know. them or not
0: i don't know and it, uh, it is definitely we do have a food obsession for sure uh, and all that it's
1: like yeah it makes me hungry and it makes me crave some of the stuff that they want but at the same time I just like the idea of watching all of these cool foods being made them eating it enjoying it and telling me like this is what's good about this food you know like it's a personal like review type of thing Mm -hmm. like how we do our shit with our music and everything too we get in depth with everything and we tell them about what we love about it and what makes it good and stuff like that yeah might make people want to go and listen to the music but maybe people might just want to hear us talk about that could could. Could. you could tell us comment do you want to eat our food
0: you want to <laughs> <laughs> is that not what we're talking what we t- the takeaway was yeah that's the takeaway we'll cook food <laughs> for you if you uh message us we'll we'll make a meal
1: facebook live dot, facebook dot, gu, dot com <laughs> slash <laughs> ifnc podcast live food food cooking review show um We'll but make uh, horrible food to but, try. Uh, we should cook each, cook for each other, but add, like, one super gross ingredient into really well-made food. And then we have to eat each other's food. I am
0: working on my smells.
1: So, like, we should eat, like, a, I'll make you a really good ramen dish. Mm-hmm. With, like, a lot of cool stuff. I like, could put pork in it and stuff like that. Put, like, egg and everything in it. But then I'll also put, like, like fucking, uh, just, I don't know. What's a food you hate? I don't know. I like a lot of food. Okay. Olives? I love olives. Okay, black olives.
0: Yeah, I like black olives.
1: Green olives. I like green olives. Uh, do you like hot things? Yeah. Okay. So I like this game. Let's keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your hot
0: hot tolerance is, though. Um, like if it's
1: high threshold or if it's low
0: threshold. Um, probably. Uh, I'd give it a, a medium well. I'll put.
1: Uh, <laughs> I could put like whatever. I can't think of the name of it right now. What's that food that is like the world's most sour food? Um, I'm gonna throw up.
0: Stop. <laughs> While you're looking up that, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about Henry Rollins. Okay. So Henry Rollins is, uh, you know, singer for Black Flag originally. Umaboshi. But uh, it's a sour plum. I'll oh. make
1: you all that, but I'll put the sour plum in there, and then that'll be a thing you have to like, eat. That. That'd be cool. It would be horrible. Like I've seen <laughs> people eat um that umeboshi, and it's it's fucking awful. Apparently. It's probably not even something you're supposed to eat. I, I mean, it's a sour plum. I mean, it's you can eat it. Well, not I mean, just because like, you not can like in, doesn't mean you're supposed to. You know what I mean? Though? like not like on a like I'm gonna shove this down my gullet kind of a thing. Like yeah. you can still you eat can it. dice it up and put yeah. it in like. Well, I mean, I guess you could. People in Japan eat like poison puffer fish. Yeah, technically, if but you know they, just to have to, it, they have to cut cut it and eat they it, have to they have to prepare it for like fucking four hours before you can actually even eat it yeah. because it's so poisonous.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Talk about Henry. Oh Henry, that's the <laughs> those honey candies. Yeah. Oh my oh Henry. So, uh, so Henry Rollins is. Uh, it was interesting. He started talking, uh, speaking live, just in his speaks uh-huh. conversations, okay, live, live uh, performances, I guess. Uh, just out of nowhere, uh, and he kind of got offered like five bucks to do like a stand-up thing. And back in like the early 80s, and has continued to publicly speak and have like speaking shows. Yeah, he does uh, that at the pageant quite often. Still and too. I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that it had gone on that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really care about him that much, but uh, listen to him talk on this podcast, which everybody should run out and listen to that before they finish listening to this episode. Oh, wow. Um, it was good. I, I thought it was. Uh, very, just kind of. I like his approach so you to think life. It's him,
1: or do you like Joe Rogan just in general? As far as uh, like, or I've listened just to that some, conversation?
0: I've listened to some other Rogan podcasts, and he's not bad. He's a good interviewer. Like he asks good I'll questions, I'll and I'll is a good to one standard.
1: Like a week or two ago of McCulloch Culkin. No, he had uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson on there, and that was really cool oh, was interesting? I'll... Yeah,
0: yeah. I uh, oh, speaking of that, I tried to uh, start reading the. Uh, was that uh, astrophysics for uh, dummies people that are busy or something like that uh-uh. it's, just like new it's his book new book that's cool and uh, I tried to read it and I got like two pages in and I was like this is over my head do we need to have a book section on here apart from comic book we could there's actual <laughs> literature out there <laughs> yeah without you pictures mean, you mean real books exist no pictures <laughs> uh, that's not fun <laughs> but uh but yeah no I think it definitely has a lot to do with with Henry uh in fact, I was like looking up. I was like, "What is, has he done? Other podcasts or does doesn't he, he have a, his own?" Uh, I guess he had one for like a little bit, but there's nothing active right now. Oh, okay. Uh, nothing active, um, but he has had a couple of different ones. One was on NPR, I think, even. Yeah. Uh, that NPR produced, but he's written like twenty something books. Yeah. And um, has done a lot of that as well. And just he's got a he's good a very
1: kind of, he's got a really good head on his shoulders. Anytime that I've heard yeah. him speak about anything, like he knows what he's fucking yeah. talking about. It's yeah. that kind of conversation
0: and it's all like real positive and it's Mm -hmm. all like treating everybody good and uh being like equal with everyone and
1: weird because every time you hear or think of henry rollins you often think of like him having a temper yeah and him also being associated with having a temper
0: yeah but at the same time scene yeah yeah
1: Yeah, but like everything that i've heard from him speaking wise anything from past like whenever he was like the rollins band shit Mm -hmm. it's always just been like overly positive yeah. nice things good stuff and i'm just Highly like yeah. intelligent yeah, like, yeah it's
0: just and good head on his shoulders and also has but like a, a no think, bullshit kind of i uh, think he's a
1: 148
0: he might be a 148 <laughs> 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 no but no bullshit though like i like the way like it seems like his approach to life is like to cut out the bullshit mm-hmm. quit dealing with other people's drama and just like focusing on bettering yourself and yeah. finding ways to better yourself and I like that. I like that approach to things, and it's nice yeah. to hear people talk about that.
1: I've always had that frame in mind. If you focus on yourself and better yourself and keep things about you and your family, people that you're close to, and mm-hmm. just doing what you can to better yourself, that that is ultimately going to make everything else better. Absolutely. Not with you and everything around you, yeah. too. Like It's just going to do yeah. nothing but make your outlook on life be more positive, and that's going to affect other people's outlook and make that thing, you know, make everything else more positive, too. Definitely.
0: And he's, and he's not a big, like, he doesn't have, like, a family wife or anything like that, but he's definitely, like, the people that he surrounds himself with are, uh, are, uh, seem, like, cool, and the way that he approaches life is really cool, and he's obviously big into fitness, and he's had a a, a neck the size of a elephant's leg for a long time, uh, yeah, and fun. just, like, a buff dude, so... Uh, he is a very buff dude. <laughs> Yeah, on top of being a cool dude, he's a buff dude. He's and, been that
1: way forever, too. Yeah. Like even back in, like, the punk scene stuff, he was, like, extra ripped. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <clears throat> but uh, that was actually just something today that I started listening to his mm-hmm. a podcast. I was like, holy shit, like, yeah. I want to listen to more of this guy talk, because it... It I I might be worth,
1: like, going back through and trying to find his old podcast and just downloading the old episodes. I, I'm, like
0: two, yeah. I already I already went back and cool. started downloading download him, and then I'm going to try to find, like, his books. He doesn't... He's self-published, so, like... He doesn't have everything out there in, like, easy, like, deals to grab and whatnot, but... Yeah, like,
1: Audible it yeah. kind of a thing, too. Maybe yeah, yeah. Like I'm hoping maybe he does, like, his
0: own... He records his own stuff, since it's all self-published. I would assume I would so, imagine probably. Yeah. done his own speaking, because his voice is calling and whatnot, too. So. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, if you uh, you it has don't have nothing any, to do with TV.
1: If you don't have any other TV stuff, you can <laughs> go on with your comics and stuff, and then we can tack on some games after that.
0: Um on the comic side of things i uh i because
1: i haven't read any comics in a, in a bit yeah
0: um i decided to uh check out the comiXology Unlimited mm-hmm. uh, thing i got a 30-day trial on that i've been 30-day trial on a bunch of stuff just to yeah. see what all is out there cool but uh comiXology Unlimited's uh, 5 dollars a month yeah. uh pretty it's a at the price of a comic book and a half these days because they're $4 a pop yeah um to get a a pretty, it's not unlimited in the the full sense, but there's a lot of stuff out there, and there's a lot of stuff that you might want to read. Do you think like,
1: comicsology unlimited or anything that you do as far as like digital in that sense and everything is that gonna would that in for you anyway ultimately like make yourself like, stop doing like pull list stuff, um, and visiting more local comic shops? And not everything for me. As far as it goes,
0: um, I'm a I like to visit shops i like to be yeah. in there i like I to too. see that's, what's on the wall
1: that's why i was just asking because yeah. i know that it's done that for a lot of people it's yeah. just you know the convenience of it it's mm-hmm. the same thing with like movies and stuff a lot of people red box isn't dying i don't think it's going to go anywhere yeah. anytime soon kind of a thing but there are a lot this more people be that'll impact, be prone to now that like roku fire stick chromecast all that yeah. stuff is a more regular thing in your household and you have access to like google movies or Apple movies or any of that shit that you can mm-hmm. rent the stuff directly from there for the, like basically the exact same cost. It's just more convenient just to be in your house. And oh, just instead like, of... Type in your thing. Like in a family the... video or something like yeah, that. Yeah, instead of I family guess. video or even going to Redbox, you know, and just going out there and actually mm-hmm. getting physical media and just doing things digitally.
0: Well, Redbox, is, they've got... They just... They have a beta out for their digital platform yeah. to rent movies from. I That's what I watched Ready Player One on. was. Cool. On the red box because they were like ninety nine cents for a rental just today only, yeah. And I think everything's cost driven. It's it's all a matter of cost. And and that's the thing about the the digital places versus the brick and mortar is that their overheads lower, so yeah. their cost can be lower. And so that's that's where you get into it more than anything is not that I don't want to interact with people or that I won't interact with people for the right price. Sure. Um, like I'll go to Family Video if they send me a coupon for a rent one rent one free. Like, I can get two movies for four bucks yeah. and rent them for, like, five days. I'm down with that. I'll totally do it. But when I have to pay four, two, three, four dollars a piece for a rental, that's where I kind of get turned off. And it has more to do with price than it does anything else. So, yeah. if that, that to me is where people are going to lose. When it comes to the comic book medium, there's some books that I want the paper copy of. I want, I want that hard yeah, copy. Yeah,
1: it's just more of a collection thing at that point. It is. Yeah. It is. It's the same thing with me anymore with games and stuff yeah. too. If there's something that's coming out that I absolutely really know that I'm gonna want and I'm gonna keep, I'm definitely gonna get the physical version of it, yeah. and more so than I'm more prone to getting a collector's edition as well, yeah, as opposed to just the plain Jane thing. Yeah. So like, like Destiny 2, I could have just, you know, pre-ordered that. I could have had it digital. Could have came home the at like eleven o'clock that night whenever it came out last year and started playing immediately even before I was able to get the game because I wasn't yeah. able to get the game until like 9 that next morning or Absolutely. 10 o'clock that next morning to pick it up. But I was just like, I really want this game. I really want the collector's edition. So I splurged and got the collector's edition because yeah. I wanted it and knew it was something that I'd want to keep.
0: Absolutely. And I think we'll see more of that. It's just a it's a, it's a, a matter of preference. Price is a big player in that. Um, You're I mean, a big player. Everything's getting more expensive, and everybody wants everything. Yeah. So when you want everything, price is definitely going to play into it. Yeah. Um, I like my trades. I like my trades physically. Um, I think that I personally, as and I think it has more to do with the amount of time I have in the day and less to do with anything that has to do with finance or digital versus print, is I'm going to become, as I get older and have more things on my plate, more of a trade reader than I am going to be an issue reader. <laughs> um, and I think that that's a different game for different people. I don't know if that has anything really to do with, with the, the, uh, the world as a whole, but like, honestly, I'm sitting on two or three different series that there's been two trades come out and I've got the single issue sitting on my two read stack that I haven't gotten to. It's like, man, I'm, I'm spending four bucks an issue, or I could have spent $12 on the trade and saved myself eight, $10 just to do it that way. Sure. Um, cause it's been sitting there. Um, uh, but, uh, To get back on the Comicsology, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, So I think for the price, I may end up keeping that around. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm more of a comic book reader than I am a novel reader, so something like Scribd or the um, the Kindle Unlimited subscriptions aren't necessarily up my alley as much as this is because neither one of them are pretty are heavy on the comic book side. Uh, But Comicsology Unlimited is, and it's really the only seems like the only major player out there right now for a comic book-specific subscription service. yeah, Scribd, for for like a year or two, Scribd was a really good comics option. Did you you have...
1: What about the DC one? Is it kind of like that uh, but for DC? I, didn't, I never had be. it, so... Okay.
0: So that one... So Marvel Unlimited is all Marvel, but super killer. Yeah. DC Universe is going to have something similar to that. I don't think it's going to pair as equal to marvel unlimited when it comes out
1: it's the cool whenever i had Comicsology unlimited i love the fact that even if it was a lot of like starter issues to specific series mm-hmm. and it doesn't get you that deep into it it was enough to kickstart an interest to be like oh i really do like this series yeah. i'm either gonna go out buy a physical copy because i i liked it so much mm-hmm. or i might I'm, I like it kind of, sort of, and enough to want to read more, and I'll digitally download a few more kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll buy the I did next that, trade. Yeah, I did that a lot with different things, but it's got such a big spectrum. Yeah. From It wasn't just Marvel DC. It has Dark Horse on there. It's got Image yeah. on there. And, 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 their, and yeah,
0: That is their one fallback is they don't have a DC agreement yet. That's yeah. the only one out of all the major players. They've got Image titles. They've got Marvel titles. They've got Dark Horse. They've got yeah. IDW they don't have DC. So that's the one thing that's like, ah, that would be super cool. And they might down the road. You never know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they had a deal with Marvel. To- Marvel, uh, Marvel had Unlimited for a had long time. They had to have had
1: DC before. at one point in time. And then maybe they did some kind of a different trade agreement. Because sure. whenever I had gotten Comixology Unlimited, I had a free three-month trial. And this has been like a year ago. Okay. And at that point in time, I was able to get, whenever they did the newer version of the TMNT shit, and it was, like, the black and white version of, like, mm-hmm. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, they re- rebooted the series. Yeah. I had, like, the first three issues of that on well, that's there. That's not DC, though. I thought that was all tied Mm-mm. through DC, is That's right? IDW. Oh, okay.
0: Marvel had the, had the had the license, like, through the 90s, and then IDW picked it up when they started reissuing stuff. Okay. So, that's... So the that's all on there still, and that's something I really want to dive into because I I haven't I remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures was like the comic that I read when I was a kid that was like one of my first comics and like when Mutanimals came out and they had like uh, the Gecko Guy Mm -hmm. and all that like that was pretty cool stuff and uh, so that's what got me into a lot of comics Um, so they've got that on there they've got like the Max which I read when I was a kid Mm
1: -hmm. Um, that's how I read the new Vader series and stuff yeah. like that whenever it started up on there. They have those on there too and I mm-hmm. never read any of that to try it out and they're pretty good too.
0: And it's and it's, they do have full runs of some stuff so yeah. like they've got they which is something they've continued to improve upon is they heard people kind of complaining about Oh, I can only get like trade one, and then you want me to buy everything else, but I'm already paying your monthly subscription. Yeah. So you get some full runs of I think like Lock and Key, mm-hmm. uh, that that uh, Joe Hill uh, series. It uh, has a full, full run.
1: first volume run, like volume one of uh, I, I think it's like the first twelve issues of uh, Saga on there. I, yeah,
0: I think yeah. they've got even further on that one. Maybe it yeah, that, I know it's
1: whenever I first started reading it was through Comicsology.
0: Yeah and uh so all that's cool and now you actually get a a discounted price on a lot of books yeah um just for being a member which just kind of sweetens the pot a little bit more so i might stay on that one a little bit longer they Sweet. also have uh comiXology originals uh so they've they've created kind of their own is that what we talked uh, about last week or the week maybe. The I can't remember
1: max that. bemis's stuff is that on there what is that on
0: max's was well that was on scribd but they also have that stuff on there that's not part of the originals line. okay uh, but that he's he's got some stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, like he's got that Moon Knight that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, Fool Killer and uh, Oh, Killstrike. Um, and then that, that uh, other one that we were talking about. Lucy. Mm-hmm. Lucy Green maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I did read that. I got to talk to you about that later. Uh, but so Comicsology Originals, they've got I think like six or seven titles now. And these are monthly titles that they're coming out with. So if you like one of them or if you like two of them, that really kind of covers the cost of that $6 a month. Uh, going into it. i read the uh, goliath girls teenage wasteland and savage game are a couple of them so those are kind of uh cool books that they're doing they've got a spider-man original spidey
1: schools out yeah they've nice. got
0: that it, and you can buy them if you're not part of the unlimited pro- goliath, program is that whatever. a cthulhu um yeah yeah is so She it's, one of the girls <laughs> <laughs> I, there's it's like a they all have a team there's like Three girls and a and a Goliath assigned to each team. Oh, that's cool. They've got a uh, they've got some more like manga style books like manger. Beck. Um, they've got a teenage wasteland, super freaks. Um, I think like
1: the Spidey school out. Everybody looks like a chibi version of themselves, like a tiny, little cute Japanese doll.
0: Oh, <laughs> like that.
1: Like the the version of Rhino in there just looks like he'd be like extra small.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, seven Shakespeare. So, I'm trying to kind of read through stuff, but they've that's got a awesome. lot. of a lot of originals um, for the price it doesn't seem like a bad thing it seems like it's pretty cool
1: All Dark Horse 50% off right got now a,
0: and, and so yeah there's a, a lot of cool things going on with the old uh, comiXology so I, I plan on I think I'm going to try to write some reviews on it and uh, put them out under the IFNZ umbrella here in the next sure. couple of weeks uh, that might be coming out so I'm going to tie that into here for my first kind of review writing uh, that I'm going to do and uh, Sweet. other things that have to do with comics but nothing at all to do with comics because oh, okay. I had an idea for a business venture I want to oppose to you
1: oppose to me?
0: I want to uh, what's that? propose
1: propose yeah Purpose. you don't want to oppose it to me no I don't I... want
0: to I want you to like it yeah,
1: yeah definitely um, I like this guy's hat
0: <laughs> I want to open up a, a store a comic book store okay that's also a stand up uh, comedy bar and we're going to call it...
1: Comics, comics. comics. and comics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm on. I'm on board. You're on board? Yeah. All right. I dig it.
0: Uh, what else you got?
1: Uh, my, the rest of my stuff is all just games.
0: Dive into it, baby. Dive uh, into it. Stuff that I've it. been
1: playing. Obviously, still more Destiny 2. Uh, I Did haven't this got...
0: game just come out?
1: Destiny 2? Yeah. That came out in September last year.
0: That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But no, what I... came out recently about it?
1: Uh, well that's one of my things that I'm excited about that we'll be talking about here in a bit too but um there's a new DLC pack it's a really really big DLC they've released two DLC for this game so far from this past within this past year um and they've got a lot of content and stuff but this is basically like packing on a whole other game on top of the existing game okay um the DLC is called Forsaken it's a it's a pretty big deal because they're also changing a lot of shit with how the way actually the game actually functions and works um they had a pre-Forsaken update that just happened today. So Def- Destiny was Destiny 2 was shut down. Oh. So you couldn't get on to play from our time. Uh, it, it, everything was Pacific uh, Standard. Okay. Um, but uh, from our time, it was, I think, 1130 to about 4 o'clock. That gap of time, they were shut down to reboot their servers and mm-hmm. upload uh, everything. Uh, it had a big update that was like almost 40 gigs worth of stuff. Um and that was getting everything ready for the forsaken dlc which comes out september 4th okay um so i'm I'm super stoked i'm really excited and ready for it because anything new on destiny is great um i've not got a chance to do too much with the the way that the format and the game is reshaped now that the stuff's changed over i'm going to do that tonight i'm going to go back on there and play some stuff and see uh what all's changed and everything one of the things I've been doing on there the past few weekends, which sucks, I don't know if I talked about it any at any point in time or not, but I'm just gonna mention it again. If yeah. I had, um, there's a quest on there for an exotic gun. It's a sniper rifle called uh, the Whisper of the Worm, mm-hmm. and the quest Sounds came up. Sexy. It's 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 like a it was a hidden quest that somebody just so happened to stumble upon and find, and then everybody found out about it and was like, holy shit, you can get this gun. Nobody knows about it. It's an exotic thing. It's it's hidden. Um, and the quest to get it is kind of difficult. So, oh, And you can only do it on the weekends, too. It's only open from reset on Friday, which is 12 p.m. our time. Mm-hmm. And it ends, I think, 10 a.m. on Monday, which sucks for me because that's in my giant gap of time where I'm working all the <laughs> Yeah. So the only time I've been able to actually do it, to try it, was uh is sunday night whenever i get off work so i'll get off work get home it'd be like 12 or 12 30 and then i'll do like maybe one to two tries to see if i can get it i've been doing it for like the past two weeks i still haven't got it uh <laughs> dallas has managed to get it um he did it with a few different times with and stayed up later than me but he did it a few other times with just random people he's found online they got together in a group he managed to get it and stuff It is feasible, and it is attainable, but at the same time, you're in a time constriction. You're supposed to do all of these different things, these different puzzles in the game, these jumping puzzles, platforming in a game that's not really meant to be a platformer, since Uh, it's like a first-person shooter. Um, And then once you go through all of it, you have to do these big battle sequences, and then the very final one, you have to fight these three big bosses and a bunch of enemies all at the exact same time, and it's just super, super difficult, and you have to do all of it in 20 minutes or less. Oh. So, it's got this time constraint on it too. We'll get to like the final room and we'll have like seven minutes left to kill these three bosses that <laughs> each should probably take like five minutes or more on one, like each a piece, because mm-hmm. it takes a while to just drain round after round after round of this boss. And it's just a little maddening and like <laughs> it just sucks because I'm just like, I've done it now probably at least six different times and spent you know well over, you know, like that 20 minutes a piece doing those absolutely, and it not panning out the way that I'm hoping for me (laughs) getting the fucking gun. And I'm just like, God dang it. So it sucks, but it's, it is still really fun. Um, the, the grind to try and get, it's really Mm -hmm. good. Um, and I'm excited to try and get back into Forsaken, uh, whenever it launches and testing out this stuff tonight. Um, the surprise thing is for fun, I downloaded World of Warcraft. And I haven't played that in 13 years. Oh, wow. Because the game came out in 2004. Uh Uh-huh. I started then and played for probably about a year, maybe a year and a half, but I never played it or picked it up anymore from then. Um, And now there's new DLC, new content that's been coming out. I'm not paying for it because you can actually download the original whole World of Warcraft game for free and play up to, like, level 60 or 65 for free now. Um, is that
0: the one where we were talking about where they just decided just it'll be free forever? No, it that is not free game. forever.
1: Yeah, it was different. I, I'm not sure which one that is. That off the top of my head, they, they've done that with a few different games. That might have been we talked about Quake Champions. Yeah. Um. Not it's too like long the
0: ago. Oldest game in the world.
1: It's it. Well, it's based off of one of the older games, but uh.
0: I was close. <laughs> world of
1: Warcraft. It's it's still crazy fun i've been enjoying it um i've been playing it here and there with dallas and just like leveling up a character but you can like the fact that you can play this is something that in back in the day when it first came out you'd pay fifty dollars for the game Mm -hmm. and then you have to pay fifteen dollars every single month to play it to level up oh wow that's how it works so like this game now i can play that fifty dollar game for free and not have to pay the fifteen dollars a month. And you can play all the way up until level like 60 or 65 for free. Is that you wanna, pretty
0: far into it? or it's, that... it's like
1: a halfway point. I mean, it's still like, there's so many DLCs now. Like I said, there's like seven different DLCs. Added, added, added. Yeah, the world's absolutely massive. And there's a lot of stuff that you can't do that they have added in there. Um, but just the content wise for what you get for free is, it, it's probably, I would imagine, at least anywhere between like, 40 to 60 hours okay worth of just free shit to do mm-hmm. and even if you hit your level cap you're not like they're not going to be like all right cool you've capped out now you should pay for the thing and play you just can't level up anymore you can still play with the level that you're on and do other story quests and stuff that you haven't done i got gotcha. you can just get to the point to where you're like ended at but um yeah it's so much content for what is what it's actually worth i just would recommend it to anybody if you've th- thought about trying out wow or wanting to try out wow you have basically like 40 to 60 hours worth of stuff that you can do in that game for free. And playing in massive groups with friends and stuff is a lot of fun. Cool. Um, I picked up, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but I haven't talked about it anymore since then, but I picked mm-hmm. up Battlefront 2. Yeah. Uh, played through the whole campaign. I have oh, not, did you really? Yeah, I haven't gone through and played the, uh, the DLCs yet, but I played through the whole campaign and played a lot of uh, multiplayer and stuff so far, and Honestly, now that the stuff has been like reworked and the DLCs for free, and they're not doing like the pay-to-win yeah. kind of formula, I remember and shit, that being kind of a big issue. Yeah, in it was the first huge launch. issue. But uh, now that it's like the set up the way that it is, mm-hmm. it's a fucking rad game, and it looks cool as shit. And uh, obviously, the voice acting is is good, but it's not like the original people. It's not movie quality. It's not movie quality, and it's not the same people. But at the same time, it's it's cool as shit being like. Whenever you go through and you do like the heroes and villains mode and multiplayer, it's really awesome getting X amount of kills as like a stormtrooper and then turning around and getting ready to be being able to be like Darth Maul, That's or you know like being a rebel alliance member and getting to be Han. Mm-hmm. And each person has their own specific perks. Like whenever you play as Lando, he's got this—it's uh, a smoke grenade ability thing. You can toss a smoke grenade; it disorients and clouds the person's vision that you're playing against. But then he has like a like a goggle that he turns on, like a night vision goggle type thing. It allows you to see the silhouette of all the people through the smoke. So oh, he cool. hit that on in the bumper and you can just like fucking pinpoint, headshot all these people and mm-hmm. they can't do anything or see anything about it. Um, Han's got like a sharpshooter thing. Um, you can t- target, I think it's up to like five enemies at once and he just does like the like a rapid fire like like a revolver type thing with the blasters and he never misses whenever he does it just because he's like a gunslinger type person i gotcha um leia's got like a protection thing her blaster is like stupid powerful for some reason for the being like the tiny little silver dinky like naboo looking blaster it's really powerful and she's got this protection thing where she throws down like a big bubble that will guard anybody that's like on the inside of it um so that's pretty cool. Like, everybody's got their own specific little abilities. Sure. And you can play as, now that all the DLCs free, you can play as countless heroes. You can play as new people, too. You can play as Rey or Kylo. Okay. Um, you can play as Chewie. Any of the classic, like, main heroes or villains that you know of that you can pretty much play as now. Yeah. Um, and even some side ones, too, that they've, they, like, they've finally added. Like, Boba. You can be Jango Fett. Um, they do have, like, specific abilities that are different. They're, they got similar stuff, but enough that's different for them and be like we should make this a whole other character kind sure. of a thing but uh, content wise it's great like I said I picked it up on sale so it was only like nine bucks Yeah. and I get still two more story DLCs that's probably another couple hours worth of story a piece mm-hmm. um, story ended up being probably about after I add in those probably I would guess anywhere between like 10 to 12 hours probably will be the full story effect of it Okay. and then the multiplayer you could just keep grinding on and play on for forever it's it's really good stuff um,
0: I'll have to get into it
1: And the last thing I was going to say was, we've been trying to record, we tried to record a couple episodes of Let's Play. We were doing Super Mario Odyssey. LP. And something is wrong with my capture card that captures my stuff from consoles. So anything that's console oriented directly, like from the Switch or from an Xbox One, or anything we won't be able to capture, but everything else we can do is through PC. So anything that's on Steam, which is almost fucking anything, and even like emulation. So we can emulate Super Nintendo games, you know, Genesis games, GameCube games, whatever we want to play too. completely legal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, technically, yes, it would be. I mean, if this is like a digital copy of a game that I already like own or exist, it's That's true. it's kinda like a good point. being able to burn DVDs. That's how it was legal. It's mine. Yeah, it's yeah. mine. I own a physical copy. Okay. I'm making a backup copy of it. I can this. do with it what I want. Yeah. So I've already bought luigi's mansion on gamecube if we want to stream that's and play luigi's mansion we could play it if we want to and whatever else i've we already say we paid the 60 dollars for that um
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah i mean i just wanted to let everybody know like we yeah. still will have content and stuff coming out it's just we hit kind of a snag in the road whenever it came to that
0: yeah technology issues yeah. are you having any games that you've been playing oh my god mm. i got stuff to tell you mm. number one count it one that's a one I beat Kingdom Hearts 2. 2? Two? 2. Did you like it? I loved it. I've never felt so accomplished in my life. Yeah. Well, maybe I have. But... Um, How did it feel I was glowing killing Xemnas like and Xehanort or whatever good. all of his names are? Yeah. I think it was just all Xemnas and that. Yeah. I didn't go by
1: I mean, well, he is Xehanort. Yeah, but they didn't call him. He's either. young Xehanort clone, yeah. copy from the <laughs> past. Sent we haven't to the gotten future. into all that quite yet in the storyline. Yeah. I did but hear, uh, as part of news for sure, um, Kingdom Hearts three when it releases is going to have a like a full cinematic, like retelling kind of a in 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 new graphics. Yeah. Like they're gonna do a whole catch up thing that's like. Almost an hour long. Wow. That's like a full, like, they're just going to let you know this is what happened in yeah. 1, 2, all the side stories, and everything actually matters to get you to that point. So that's you can cool. actually watch that to get yourself caught up in everything, too. Which is
0: smart, considering that they haven't talked about a port over to, like, Xbox for the other. They yeah. haven't confirmed that, but they do have Xbox.
1: No, it is. It's going to be on Xbox gonna for port, 3.
0: No, but I mean, like, 1 and 2 isn't going to port yeah, over. Yeah, I'm not sure if that is a first They sure haven't confirmed on. any yeah. of that. So it's I was going to say, whenever to they showed that.
1: one of the first trailers at e3 this year it was actually at the xbox conference yeah. so
0: so if this is your first kingdom hearts game you're not super far behind yeah no i mean i of know what's going I on i just there.
1: i really even just from a standpoint where i'm like i'm i'm playing through one now still technically i'm planning on still beating it and two and watching the movies and playing what other games i can in the side stuff yeah. too but to get myself caught up but it also makes me feel good like Come time for that, I might not have it all super fresh in my head again that I can get caught back up yeah. with that.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. I was glowing for like three days straight, just like fucking I get the song in the back of my head and I'm just like rocking it out. It, it was cool, I guess, because I've already I had beaten the first one. Yeah, and uh, chain of memories was like mm-hmm. more of a, oh my god, I'm glad that's over. Yeah and uh it's just
1: one of those things it's like i've known and loved this series forever yes but there's this game that i've never played but i still love this series and now you've got more exactly yeah so
0: it was it was done and i felt really good about it i ended up grinding a bit just to like level up uh to the point where the boss fights weren't super horrible at all whatsoever um so i i immediately immediately went into playing birth by sleep which is the next one on the kind Mm -hmm. of package of the 1.2. one point two. You get 2. to meet Aqua. I did. I mean, Aqua. I'm playing as Aqua for yep. my first round of Birth by Sleep. Um, so that's been fun. I liked. Uh, I liked the fact that we're kicking off with um, the three three worlds that we've never seen before. When you know, going into Cinderella, Snow White, and Sleeping Beauty, all mm-hmm. kind of as your first three. Um, that's where I'm at. I haven't gotten too far into that cool. game because for some reason I got a wild hair up my ass uh, because there was a PlayStation sale going on, and I was like. Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn's on sale for twelve bucks. Yeah, I'll get that, and I haven't stopped playing it. It's good, it's dude. So good.
1: Story's awesome. That is like everything from a amazing. cinematic standpoint on that too. Just the facial, yes. every, everything looks great.
0: Yeah, such a good game. I am uh, getting. I'm in the the city, getting ready to do the uh, the trials. The trials. Yep. Um. So that's kind of where I'm at. But I've I've just been. Wandering around in the woods just... was that
1: the complete edition that you got? Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the i have never yeah. played the DLC, but I've heard the DLC is really good oh, too. Cool. And uh, a lot of people are super hyped for. I guess there's a potential. They've not made an official announcement, but, but potential like people are like, sequel. yeah, a sequel is going to happen. But cool. it'll probably be called something different. Zero Dawn is referred to as—I mean, that's that's like an organization thing in um, the, in that universe in that game. So, so it would be—it's basically sometimes. Horizon is the actual series. Zero Dawn was the first game. It'll probably be a Horizon, whatever the next game. Because it's called. coloned. It's yes. Horizon yeah.
0: colon Zero Dawn. Yeah. But uh, yeah, oh my gosh, it's such a good game. I I mean, I could just spend hours just running around shooting uh, robots with my bow and arrow, jump like, and shoot man. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. But that's my gaming news. That's what I've been up to. Sweet, it's been good.
1: Well, I don't have anything else to go off of other than our piece of media. Ooh, I'm Um, ready. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about what we're cut that meat open. Let's talk about what we're excited for. What are you excited for, sir?
0: Um, well, I am. Or
1: what do you have as a promise to watch?
0: My my, uh, what I'm looking to watch slash read. I'm gonna do a a double up. I liked uh, getting into the uh, how to talk to girls at parties. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think I usually say how to talk to parties at girls. Uh, uh, I
1: don't remember you ever messing it up so far on the podcast, <laughs> except for now.
0: Except for now. But I'm, I'm going to dive into that with uh, a little book and a recent adaptation into movie of something called My Friend Dahmer. Okay. Which like is, Jeffrey? Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Is so, that
1: like a, he's a nice dude or something? Or? So uh,
0: there's a, a writer slash artist called Durf Backdurf. Um, which I don't think is his actual name. <laughs> I hope it is, though. No, that's pretty cool. From what I know, like he wrote and, and drew this story called My Friend Dahmer. And I'm fairly certain that this is based on a true story, that he knew Jeffrey Dahmer growing up in like school. Okay. Before he became a serial so killer. So
1: this guy legitimately knows Jeff, knew Jeffrey so. Dahmer? I might okay. be
0: wrong about that. And this was recently turned into a movie.
1: Yeah, I, f- I remember that's what... I, I didn't know it was a comic before, yeah. but I remember seeing... like things for the movie
0: yeah so um i'm gonna i'm gonna double up i haven't read this comic before but Who's i'm gonna somebody
1: I've, i thought it felt like somebody i knew and i was just like oh shit i kind of want to see that
0: but uh i Durf back he's written a couple of different things that i've read um there's something a book called trashed there's another book that i can't remember that he's uh written and uh drawn um
1: that's the kid that plays uh do in the movie i guess ross lynch ross lynch uh but
0: yeah so so i'm gonna double up this i liked i liked doing that with how to talk to girls at parties it's the guy that plays Durf. oh okay it says john I like Alex Durf Wolf. back derf he was really good in uh what what's the movie i just hereditary. watched hereditary uh no go down a little bit further. Uh, down, down down i'm down. Going, i'm going uh stop jumanji he was good in Jumanji. I
1: never seen that one.
0: He was also good in I think Dude. Can you click on Dude?
1: Dude. Is
0: yeah. That it? I watched. He was good in Dude. Cool. Uh, but uh, he's he, got
1: a he's got a mole on he's, his
0: lip. He does have a mole.
1: He wants we should chop
0: it off. <laughs> but uh, but so yeah, that's gonna be my my piece of media that I'm gonna try to knock out is uh, do a double feature of the. Uh, The graphic novel and the movie of my friend Dahmer. Sweet.
1: Uh, Anything that you're excited for? You want to skip that and wait for me to say Um, mine
0: too? I can tell you that I'm I'm still patiently excited for two things. One being the launch of the DC Universe app. Yep. And then two, I'm ready for the... uh, Sex for the first time. (laughs) The... Uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, Unchained... What's it called? Uh, Not Unchained. Kingdom Hearts uh, Union X Support. Quit singing over my talking. (laughs) The the, uh, Kingdom Hearts Unchained... Or or Union... You messed me up. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts Union Crossing, or whatever the fuck it's called, support for Google (laughs) Pie Android... Because uh, it has stopped working ever since they updated Google's... Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they were ready for the upgrade to Pi. Cool. Um, so, yeah. That's what's on. up so, too. I just stroked out. It's fine. <laughs> it hurt. That's
1: awesome. i up too. Uh, I won't um, sing in the middle of your my talking. My promise to watch... Is Fantastic Beasts yes. and Slenderman. I'm excited to see Slenderman. We talked about going and watching it. Yeah. Uh, is it out of theaters or still in? It's there? still in. It was still. Well, it might not be out now. Uh, last Tuesday, we actually talked about going and seeing it, but we weren't able to. It's it's hard for if Mandy's worked Popford. like a full day with her being as pregnant as she is now. It's off. It's pretty difficult. She's for pregnant. Her. Yeah. With a it's, diff- it's difficult for her to be like, I've worked eight hours and we should go see a movie and sit around and whatever. She just kind of wants to come home and just lounge and sleep.
0: I'm not pregnant and that's what I want to do, so yeah. I
1: get it. I don't blame her. I mean, and it was totally fine. I didn't care. But I, I feel like I I really do want to see, uh, see it still. Uh, and now that we know about it, <laughs> Loaded Weapon Part 1. Oh,
0: yeah. I forgot about it already. Yeah.
1: So, I've got that on my piece of media. I'm going to check that out. And um, I guess my excited for, like I said before, is the Forsaken DLC. And the other thing is uh, Spider Man coming out. Yeah, when is that? 7th? September 7th. Yeah. Yep. I think that's coming right uh, around the
0: flipping corner.
1: September 7th is that. What else is coming out? Something's coming out on the. F- 14th oh the new tomb raider comes out on the 14th oh the The shadow of the tomb raider game
0: i got a game and a half to still get through so i'm excited for it but i won't see it for another year and a half oh yeah i I understand that i just (laughs) have
1: trucked through both of them like i said before on another episode yeah yeah i've put the second one i got whenever i I got yeah yeah, whenever i got my pc that was the game they gave me for free because it had just came out that february Um, So I played through it on my PC and it looks fucking gorgeous. Um, But I'm super excited for the new one too. It looks gorgeous. But uh, you got anything else for me? No,
0: not one bit. Not one bit. bit.
1: Well, that's all I've got for you guys too. All right. Okay.
0: Have a good one.
1: You don't want to say anything to the fans? Snoochie boochies. That's not what you say.
0: We talked about this last time. Oh, we we tell them about like uh, follow me. And talk to me on my no, my themes. You have a
1: thing that you say, you said at the end of like episode two. This is how episode eight ended. It. No, it wasn't. Hap- no, episode two, not episode nine.
0: I don't know the numbers. You remember whenever
1: you I'm said not... you said what I F N Z was, and you said it all along, and that's how we ended. And I was like, that's so cool. That's like Artellum Steve, Dave. Oh, like when I say I feel New Zealand. <laughs> Been an IFNZ production.